Bam! Welcome to the BAM Biz Talk Podcast, Episode 1. We're here in the BAM house. My name's Angel Garcia, and I'm here with my business partner, Michael Crane. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing good, buddy. We got a lot to talk about today, just off our first podcast. And it's exciting to be a part of this and be able to echo what we're doing to our audience and throughout the Permian Basin. Uh, we look forward to being able to uh, supply as much help, give as much help uh, as we possibly can to startups, early stage and growth driven businesses. So you too, Angel, welcome. Absolutely. Thank you. Because uh, it, it is it is great to be on a podcast of our own device, you know, uh, to get the word out. What is what does BAM do? Who is BAM? Well, you know, what is what does BAM do? That's the I think that's the penultimate question right here that we're trying to answer, because that's the question we get asked a lot. And, you know, one of the questions I get is really what is BAM Biz Hub or BAM Square Hub? Uh, what's the accelerator program? Well, let me just say this. Uh, you know, we've been working on this for over a year before we even launched it back in March of last year. And in that uh, launch, we've incorporated a wide variety of curriculum to help the startup early stage growth driven to be able to actually assist them in their thoughts uh, from thought to launch uh, and giving them the edge, uh, I would say, without the, uh, without the failure rates. Uh, that was really the purpose of us doing this. Um, so now you've got a wide variety of classes uh, that can help you from brainstorming, to the idea of uh, researching your market. What does the feasibility analysis look like? Is it a go? Uh, we also do the business modeling, uh, which by the way, you should, do, you should do this at all times before you do a business plan. And the other side of this, of course, is price strategies, marketing strategies, business plan, financial projections, investor fact sheets. Um, and I know I'm missing a few here. Award-winning pitch, I, I, I know we've got that on board. Uh, and reviewing a wide variety of lending options. So BAM Biz Hub is really a curriculum-based modular learning opportunity that starts you from thought to launch, and you've got mentorship all the way through it. So I, I think if I was to sum it all up, it's the accelerator program that's been designed and implemented to help the community business world. Absolutely, and just here recently, we hit 900 enrollments. So since we first started in March of 2021, since we've launched the program itself, we, you know, we've reached, you know, we're, we're creeping on a thousand. And man, have we not been busy. We have been busy, especially here lately. It seems like uh, things are really kicking up. Absolutely. You know? And uh, I think we're, we're, we're blessed to be in the, where we're at and to see the future of where we're going. Um, and uh, all, the, all the people and all the businesses that we're assisting it's a, it, it's, it's a, it's a purpose. It's, you know, it's not a job. It's a, you That's know, right. it's a, it's a, it's, it's an honor to be here with you and I appreciate the opportunity. And um, you know, Angel, I've noticed too that it, 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 and a lot of people ask us, what size of businesses do you help? 
Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you give me some feedback and give the audience some feedback as to some of the different varieties of businesses that have been in our office? For sure. So we see all, all kinds in here from uh, very small operators, single operators like a snow cone stand, um, you know, all the way to a, a multi-service uh, uh entertainment centers, uh, a large, uh, you know, global kind of, of operators that are trying to scale further in the global, uh, in the global market. Um, so in everything in between, you know, we, we have your, um, service companies, we have your retail companies, uh, and it's amazing to see the growth and, and how they, they develop and go to the next levels. That's exactly right. You know, on top of all that, I remember an oil company that we helped with an idea uh, and then turned around. And now they're in a brick and mortar. They're in a wide variety of uh, developments, uh, including uh, achieving a few patents along the way. Um, so that's it's always been interesting who's coming in the office next. Well, what is the next uh, innovative uh, idea that comes through here? Um, and then more importantly, to think how we can actually help them to go to that next level uh, has been remarkable. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of them, they, they do great, right? They're already doing good because they, they know their industry. They know their craft. You know, so they do know what they need, but there's often a piece missing, and it's and it's the actual development of their idea and strategy to that's going to get them over that hump. And it's it's what our purpose here is to show them uh, that methodology to em- empower them to figure that out. How does it work best for them and their market? Absolutely. You know, and there, there comes another question. Uh, everybody asks, what's BAM Biz Hub? I think that was a pretty good uh, analogy uh, definition, if you will, as to what BAM Biz Hub is, B-Square Hub. The next question I get a lot is, what's the difference between the BAM Biz Hub and the BAM Consulting? Um, I'll let you take off, Angel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hear that question a lot, too. Like, what's the difference? Well, for one, BAM Biz Hub is a 501c3 nonprofit. And BAM Consulting is our for-profit side. And what we do there is that's where we offer services to help the businesses out. You know, so our education side runs them through uh, the, the business model canvas, the development of their strategy, putting all the pieces together. And then BAM Consulting can take all that information that we gather and provide services such as business plan writing, a strategic business, not just a template business plan, but a strategic business plan that's unique to the business, to every single business, because you know, a business is just like an individual. It's different. It's unique. Everybody has their own fingerprint, right? So why would a business plan be the same for everybody? You know, that's, um, that doesn't make any sense. So what we do here is we'll, we'll put that together. We'll, we'll put from there, we put an investor fact sheet together uh, that's, that's exciting to look at, that grabs you. Um, we do website development, you know, we'll structure the LLC for you, uh, S-Corps, C-Corps. We also offer just just consulting in general. You know, if you need a bouncing board with some uh, people who have been through business, how to make it happen, know how to help you make it happen. Like we said, that we, we, we do have mentorship on the consultant side as well. And I know I'm missing some things here. Yeah, you know what we're missing is, uh, I just realized that we're mi- missing uh, patents, trademarks, and copyrights. You That's mentioned right. a little bit about the researching, which we actually research gaps. We've done this for companies out of Houston wanting to move to the Permian 
Basin. We've done this uh, with companies out of Austin, who is a uh, pharmaceutical uh, distribution center that would are at least thinking about coming to the Permian Basin. Uh, and the research here is really important because it really tells you whether or not, just like the feasibility, uh, is it something that we can go on uh, to make a, uh, um, to disrupt the market or add to the market. And uh, a lot of these companies from other areas are actually looking for a piece of pie in the Permian Basin. And that's where we come in to really help out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So there's 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 often gaps in the market that it's they're not obvious. You know, how do you identify what is available here? When we look at the Permian Basin, you know, everybody's first thought is oh, oil and gas. There's a lot of businesses that operate around the oil and gas. So we're trying to bring in a diversification here to the Permian Basin. And that's where we can really grow uh, as a community. And that's what we're looking to do. Absolutely. We're looking at a few things here as we move forward with, uh, well, over 900 enrollments. We're actually looking forward to building um, cities, well, one business at a time. Uh, and, and including in that, by the way, is the idea that we create jobs, we create uh, more taxes for our, our community to grow and prosper. And we're also looking at a wide variety of economic activities that drives that situation. So, uh, you know, I've got to always say, we, we, we never did this by ourselves. We got a great board uh, that we, we work with uh, just about every day, and uh, each one of them has a wide variety of expertise. Angel, you want to talk on that a little bit? For sure. So our board on a nonprofit side in Bambisa consists of 30 members right now. And they vary across many industries and expertise from uh, banking, lending, and venture capital uh, to accounting, uh, to social media, um, to healthcare and retail. I, I mean, I could go on some digital, uh, digital automation, manufacturing. Um, you know, there's a whole swath of expertise that we have available for, for mentors. And, you know, and the thing I like about that, too, is not only do we educate them, we surround them with the resources that they need to ensure their own success. Um, all of us is a part of the business that we help uh, for the length of the business or the life of the business. So uh, we all participate and to ensure that each client that comes through here has a level of success to meet their expectations. Um, that's remarkable to me because when we first started this, uh, it was just a, a small little niche and then next thing you knew, it, it grew just like it, it has today um, with a wide variety of services, a wide variety of curriculum, a wide variety of expertise on board, resources both local and throughout the state. Um, honestly, Angel, I, I really don't know what more we can add. Well, speaking of, we are adding, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we, there's, there's lots of courses uh, currently out there and in development that are launching very, very soon. Um, as a matter of fact, just so y'all know, everything happens in September. <laughs> yeah, September's a <laughs> yeah, month. It's the month. So it's, it's starting now. The time is now. And uh, Michael, why don't you tell them about some of the courses that we have coming up? Well, you know, the, the one thing that I'm really excited is the courses that we've actually developed, all the curriculum uh, that we have uh, housed inside the B-Square Hub Accelerator is now become a entrepreneurial certification program for Odessa College and Howard College. 
I do know Howard is, um, we're getting a date on them here soon. I also know that uh, September, I want to say it's September 20th, is the date that we have for uh, the launch of uh, another certification program with Odessa College. Uh, I do right. know that uh, you're going to be very busy next week um, <laughs> with Microsoft certification. Go ahead and explain some of that. So um, I'm going to begin teaching a Microsoft Office 2019 certification course at Odessa College, going through Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. Through the from basic level all the way to a, a level three. By the time you're finished with that course, you're gonna know everything there is to know about all three of those Microsoft programs, as well as be prepared to take your uh, examination, the certification examination. You know, I, the thing I just noticed about the course that you put in there is that you have flashcards all the way through it. You have labs all the way through it. You have uh, online opportunity of studying, uh, which makes it very flexible. Uh, you also have in class every day. Is that correct? That is correct. Monday through Friday. And that's what, an hour, I think, or an hour and a half? So right now it's, it's set for an hour, uh, maybe an hour 15 if we have to go into a second class period because we're, we're getting some pretty good size enrollments right now. Very good. Uh, another one that's coming on is uh, the Excel Basics. Um, what date does that start? That is the September 20th as well. Oh, yeah. Everything happens in <laughs> September. Everything's in September. So anyway, I know uh, after the Basics class, you wind up with an intermediate class, and then you go through the advanced class. Um, one thing I really enjoy about how this has been set up is that we can take and pick what we want out of that big bundle uh, and also provide it to companies who are starting to maybe advance their own employees with Excel. So that's coming soon as well. And in fact, it's open for a request through um, Odessa College. Absolutely. And there's great opportunity there with Odessa College because they're offering a, uh, a skills grant for businesses with other under 100, under 99 employees and have been in business for at least a year. So it's a great opportunity if you're trying to get your employees trained and you meet those requirements because you're getting it paid for. So many things that we can actually help with in our community uh, and maybe drive not only uh, the startups, but uh, also help companies that have been in business for a while who's wanting to do some training. Uh, I do know that we have a few other classes currently being developed. One of them, of course, is e-commerce for our startups. Uh, and I know in that class, I, I've developed it myself where I've actually put together some revenue streams on how you can make some money through an e-commerce site and also some business models that are really important to sustain uh, your place, if you will, or position within the market and as well online. So that's coming soon. Uh, we also have a, quite a few new things that have, we've launched. Yeah, just here recently. And they're, and they're looking great. Uh, you know, AIMS, Business Intelligence Solutions. That, that is something that I've talked with several people about, uh, especially at, at the Image 22 conference I just went to, went to. And just explaining it, you know, there's this one uh, lady there she knew exactly what I was talking about when I was describing it to her and she got it instantly and she really appreciated uh, that, that how much that could help out a small business who's just getting going, you know, uh, 
bootstrapping small businesses don't have the funding to just pay for QuickBooks. Oh, here you go. Here, QuickBooks. Take my $500. Yeah, and it's getting more expensive <laughs> month over month. Um, you know, one thing I like about it myself is the idea that it can be customizable to your own company experience. Um, in other words, you can have the financial side of it, or you can have uh, also add in uh, inventory, paychecks. Uh, I, I really like the job board where you can come in and actually take on a job as an employee, uh, keep track of what you're doing within that job, share the, uh, the prog- progression of that job with uh, people who have ordered it through your company so they can see where you are. Uh, I also like the idea that you can take that performance and turn it into KPIs that uh, in- enables a, the employee evaluation. So that's kind of automated for the most part uh, from, from what they actually supply to complete the job. There's there's tons of great features in it. We can we customize it to your unique business. So if you have inventory, well, we can track your inventory. We can tie it to a specific job, uh, so that when you come out to the end of the your tax uh, deadline, that you can just run a report, hand it over to your bookkeeper, accountant, if you need one, and there you go, you're good to go. Absolutely. It makes it very easy. It's really affordable for startups, um, mid-sized businesses. Uh, you don't need QuickBooks anymore. You don't need to use templates. My God, get rid of the templates. Uh, let's get right back into the business of it and what we're doing and, and instead of relying on what a template is enabling us to do. Um, one thing I like about Ames is definitely personalization and customization. So not only do you get to personalize the, uh, the, the way you navigate through the program, uh, but on the other side, you can also customize the data that you collect to enable you with the, the reports you need. So we like to say it's the, the right uh, report at the right time for the right person. So uh, I'm excited about Ames. I know we got a few companies already involved in it. Uh, we're already starting to design and develop uh, the app for that. Uh, so they also have a running app. So good things are happening. The next thing that I find that's uh, very exciting about one of our launches is Task Cubes. Task Cubes, yes. This is exciting because it's a partnership with Zrathis. Uh, they are a digital collaboration platform, and we are putting our program, basically layering it on top of that platform to create an entrepreneurial ecosystem. So, I mean, what does that mean? Right. The ecosystem. We're surrounding an entrepreneur with resources uh, beyond what is available in your front door. Right. It takes on now that we're all digital. It's global potential. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you you presented it in Houston just uh, well last Tuesday. Um, Why? What was it? Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. How'd that all go? And not only that, though, let's, let's talk a little bit about you being the facilitator of the U-Pitch, which is really quite the honor. It, it was an honor. I got to, got to sit as a facilitator on a panel of industry experts. And all of, all of them were, you know, very high level, intelligent, have, have uh, vast amounts of experience in industry, under business development, owning their own companies, working for very large companies, and, and just being very successful and good at what they do. And at this particular one, uh, I happen to be the very last one in line. So as I'm listening to everybody, 
I was like, yes, I agree with that. Oh, yes, I, yes. Oh, good point. So that gave me an opportunity to really kind of zero in on my expertise at the end of it and still use what they said, uh, amplifying what I was trying to say. So it, w- it was an honor to work with them and, and get to know them and meet them and, and uh, kind of pick their brains. And it, it was good. So BAM got a lot of awareness there. I, I was approached afterwards saying uh, how they appreciated that uh, I, I brought a different perspective and how can we work together? How can we, you know, be a, be partners in, in this? Because they were really they really enjoyed task use. They uh, had one compliment during the question session. He said, I don't have a question. I have a statement. He just wanted to say that this this platform is needed. You know, it's it's what's missing in our world for entrepreneurs. And there there needs to be something. And uh, I, I'm glad that I got to see it today. Uh, the presentation was clear. It you know, we, we know you know what is needed and I'm hearing it. It's needed. And this guy, he is uh, he actually helped start an accelerator before with a large company. Um, so it was it was quite a compliment coming from him. Um, so, yeah, Houston was well worth the trip um, and definitely looking forward to getting task cubes out there and launched. You know, the nice thing about it is, uh, you know, we were invited out there once and then turn around. We were invited twice. Uh, and now we're being invited or thought of for the Austin invite. Um so I, I'm really excited about maybe, uh, you know, not only introducing BAM, but uh, getting people to understand the value that we bring to the entrepreneur. Uh, as you mentioned, too, this the last go around that you were there. You got a lot of feedback about what the added value that we provide entrepreneurs. Uh, and most importantly, I think that's why Task Cubes is so needed is the resources it generates. Um, I don't want to name drop, and I know there's a few few people that are interested in uh, presenting into our workshops. Um, maybe you can elaborate on that a little bit, Angel. Sure. So I, while I was in Houston at the conference, I met a postdoc from the University of Houston who just was all about the accelerator, all about the courses we offer. The workshop really caught his attention, and he was, how do I put my course into your workshop, you know, because while we were, while I was presenting one of my uh, requests, what I was asking for is I'm asking for uh, experts who would like to get their expertise on our platform, you know, like to reach out to the entrepreneurs, you know, why stay in, in your physical, you know, in your city limits, you know, this is an opportunity to reach entrepreneurs everywhere. So, you know, it's a he saw it as an opportunity and he was excited about it. Uh, And the more we kept talking, uh, you know, we've already been in communication uh, via email since then. Um, So it's looking like, uh, you know, we got one on board and we're looking for more. So let me ask you, I know the first go around you had uh, quite a bit of interest. Um, I know Oklahoma University was one of them. I know Rice University is another. I think you have somebody scheduled possibly for a workshop for the Task Cubes uh, who represents a, a board member from the University of Houston. Uh, also is a, uh, I think, a professor, if I'm wrong, please correct me, at Rice University. Um, I believe that's right. 
And then you also have uh, Lafayette, who is interested um, possibly in talking and, and from bringing forth the idea of what it takes to, to become commercialized. Um, so his interest is commercialization. You have somebody from Trulane, I believe, uh, that actually showed some interest. Um, any, any other folks that uh, showed interest that may want to be able to get out there and, and get on our, 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 our uh, workshop and be able to present? Yeah. So there was a few uh, industry companies that were very interested in knowing more about it. You know, um, there is a, a company uh, from Mexico that was interested in it. Uh, there are some just some industry uh, bigwigs and uh, they were at the conference. They were inquiring about it. You know, how does it work and so forth? Um, so we, we swapped contact information and we look to be working with them soon. You know, the task use provides uh, entrepreneurs not only with all the different resources, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, that actually those resources are generated through, uh, well, through academia, through industry, through investors, uh, through people who want to mentor, who are actually representing the industry and in what you're looking to put a product or service into. Um, and another thing that I really like the idea is the BAM Biz pitch. Um, that's exciting as well, because now you have an opportunity to present your product or service live through camera, uh, through a room of investors. So you don't have to stand up in, in front of people that you don't know. Uh, all you're doing is looking through a camera. So you're, you're pretty much just recording yourself, but you're not. You're live. And yet you're getting the opportunity to get some feedback, uh, maybe enable you to pivot your your strategy and maybe moving it into a different uh, uh, market or maybe rearrange the uh, the ugliness of the baby to make it look a little bit more prettier. Um, but the uh, the opportunity is, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's something you don't always get. Can you talk a little bit more about that? For sure. Yeah. The biz pitch is, is really exciting because it's where we're bringing in entrepreneurs, uh, giving them a, a place to pitch their idea to people who would actually invest. We're going to bring in investors. So those, like you were just saying, Michael, those investors also will also be offering feedback. You know, so it's, it's, it's a great opportunity to get out there and, and see what it is you need to do to get funded. You know, if you're looking for VC money, this is, this is where you would come and present your idea you would get feedback on how to improve your idea, how to improve the presentation of your idea, which uh, going through our accelerator program, we really hit on that hard. We really get you prepared for that moment. But there's nothing like being in front of the firing rounds, right? Because that's, that's, that's where you learn the most. When you're in the trenches and, and, you're, and you're slugging it out, you're going to learn, right? So the experience is the best teacher. You know, I agree with that, too, especially with the feedback. Um, identifying maybe what the problem really is, uh, why that problem is so important to solve. Um, you know, who wants it? How big is your market? Uh, what's your purpose in developing it? Um, there's a wide variety, I think, of questions that any investor could possibly ask. Um, but, you know, I always say the first three things that I typically ask in my office uh, is really the, the basics of asking questions. My first 
question is, well, who are you? And typically what I mean by who are you is what's your background look like? Uh, what makes you think you can be an entrepreneur? Um, that's really important if you're going to you know, be able to manhandle, I guess, the market. you got to have some understanding of what that market, you know, what it brings. Um, you know, what are you selling? Um, what problem are you solving? Um, and then the third question is, is uh, who's going to buy it? I mean, how big is that market? So the three questions I typically ask is, who are you, what are you selling, and who's going to buy it? And then you can just kind of go along the, the scenario of defining that um, and getting a little granule uh, and trying to find out really what brings you in to be an entrepreneur. For sure. So I, I really think those three questions uh, make something that's really complicate it and simplify it in a way where you can understand and then you know it's it's high level and from there you can break down and categorize like you said make grand go granule with the details and, and you know that's where you get your your strategy from your you know what's coming up where are your trends how about you know your market is yes your customers but it's also your competitors you know what what does that look like do you have direct competitors indirect competitors how many how big what are they doing so there's all kinds of questions just kind of you can follow the rabbit hole there you go and yeah. you sh- and you should and hope to find that carrot <laughs> yeah that's what we're after huh? <laughs> you know we've done so much i guess in what uh well actually 18 months 19 months yeah. um Almost two years. Going on it. Um, we've really accomplished a lot. And I always say that, you know, whatever happens is really your fault. Um, <laughs> That's what I think, too. It's, it's always your fault, man. <laughs> so uh, so and, and speaking of that, was it, was, was, let's tell the audience a little bit about your background and what you do in BAM and, and um, all the services, of course, that you attend to and the people that you attend to. So, you know, to give just a little background on myself, and, you know, I do appreciate you allowing me to go first here. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. You know, because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, you know, and it stemmed from something I heard my father say when I was a kid. You know, my, my father always, he had a, a, uh, a very good job, a steady job working in the oil field. And so if we moved around a lot. We moved around Texas a lot. Moved six times before I graduated high school. You know, but but in during that time, I remember him saying that when he first went to college, he went to college so he could get a degree to open up a business because his his degree is in accounting. But I must say, you know, he's I I love this man. He's a smart guy, um, and you'd never know that uh, he's much older than what you might look at him. Um, he's very energetic, mm-hmm. uh, very witted, and smart minded. Um, got nothing but respect for this guy. Go ahead, Angel. Oh, well, thank you for that, man. Um, so he when he said he wanted to start his own business, but he just he never took the leap, you know, because he wanted to provide for his family, so he, he got a really good job, and he advanced. He, advan- he advanced a lot in it, so I have nothing but respect for him. Um, so when he says he wanted to start a business, so that instilled in me, I want to own a business. So since a little kid, I always wanted to own a business. So when I, you know, I did the whole, you know, I'm going to go to college, why? Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also had about six different majors going through college because I had no, I had, everything interested me. You know, but I couldn't 
I guess I couldn't commit to one thing to stick with it, right? But I was able to get a good job. Um, but when I finally took the leap to start my own businesses, uh, I had four going at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Why, why go one when you can go four? <laughs> go four, right? Might as well see what works. You know? Um, you know, and so during that process, I learned a lot. When I was done, things happened. I had to give them up. And so I decided to go back to school. I quit being an entrepreneur, and I went back to school to get my history degree. Well, that's a big U-turn. It's huge. You know, I love history, right? It was one of the things. So I was just get my history degree, go teach high school at the local high school. You know, no big deal, right? Uh, I, can, I, I could live with that. You know, but so when I went back to school, the first semester I was just history, and then something kept burning in the back of my head. What did I not know about business? What, what is it? I'm, I was missing something. How come my businesses didn't work, right? Even if, yes, extenuating circumstances, but still, I should have been able to be prepared for that, and I wasn't. Kind of like the uh, pandemic. Exactly, exactly, right? Um, so wh what was that? So I went ahead and minored in business. I changed the next semester I went, and I went ahead and took some classes in business. And uh, that's when I met you. I met uh, my professor. You were a business professor. And I had class with you. And I remember walking into class and sitting down. And as soon as you started talking, I was like, okay, this is, this is different. Or like, like, who is this guy? Right? Because, of course, obviously, I've been in class with a lot of professors. You know, and I, I was the rebel. You, you were definitely the <laughs> rebel. You know, I remember uh, you had hanging on your door uh, the pirate. You know, you had a, a, a pirate sign there, and it just fit. It, it fit because you 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 were the black beard of the <laughs> of the department, and it was it was great. You know, you're usually the first one there in the morning, and the last one to leave at night, and that that was something. Your dedication to the students, uh, how you treated students, uh, how you fell in love with your students. Um, that's a, that's definitely a, a rarity uh, from what I have observed, um, and then we became good friends. Uh, then you know, I, so I was going to get my bachelor's. So finally, I guess end of the story. I I changed from history, dropped history, and I took business full time. My plan was to graduate with my bachelor's and, and leave. You know, I, I was going to go back to Austin, uh, where I had spent a large part of my life. In a, you know, in a city that I loved, I was just going to go back because I always knew I could get a good job over there. I could, I could, you know, I had lots of friends um, and, I, and I knew the city well. So that was my plan. But you talked me into sticking <laughs> so around. So what are you saying? It's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, but, you, but in all honesty, you talked me into staying to finish my master's degree. Um, well done. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then working uh, for you at the uh, the Business Development Center, um, which that's kind of what started, sparked the idea for BAM during that time. Um, you know, so took the leap and uh, we walked off our jobs just shortly before the pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. And, you know, since our whole business is, you know, based on helping small businesses, you can imagine how walking off the plank into the pandemic where business were literally being shut down um, was not the greatest confidence builder 
in the world. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> but you're, you, you supplied services actually to to help them and regain their their uh, their their step, if you will, to stay in the market and uh, right. push them to be more successful than ever, and having to work for something that really didn't seem like it was ever going to exist again. That's true. So the the the, the few that were able to uh, contact us and and we were able to help, um, they they stayed alive. You know, they, they followed our advisement, our consulting. Uh, they, if they were, if they didn't have a website, well, they got a website. You know, if their website didn't have e-commerce, well, guess what? Now they're e-commerce. Now they were finding innovative ways to meet their customers where they were at. Absolutely. And, you know, the good thing was is they were able to put product and service in front of them because that's where they were. They were on the uh, Internet, uh, at home. Um, in fact, I would say that anybody that was serving food and delivering it was doing okay. Um, in fact, the, the companies that I know that you were a part of in this very office uh, came back and even said thank you for uh, k- kicking us in the butt, basically, and uh, keeping us in the market. And, and now they're 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 flourishing. So uh, my hats off to all your uh, your your hard work and definitely your your dedication to helping all of them. Well, I appreciate it, Michael, and, and uh, you know I wouldn't I wouldn't be here uh, without you, you know, because I know your your story inspires many. It's inspired me, um, you know. So just to be here in the office, learning from you, uh, I, I that's I, I consider that a, a great honor as well. So I mean, why don't you let the people know what that story is? I guess really my background started when I grew up in Compton, California. I I knew I had to survive on the streets basically as a white boy, and and it was tough. Um, But, you know, we all got along no matter what, and I think the idea of getting along was the idea of protecting the neighborhood. you know, the idea of leaving Compton was actually going to jail possibly and getting a tattoo and coming back, and that was the trophy. Um, I had a lot more things I wanted to do, but uh, we were kind of captivated only because of what my father did and and, uh, the lack of money that we had. But uh, it also gave me the momentum, if you will, to want to do better. Um, So, you know, I lost my parents at a very young age. I lost my mom when I was 17. I lost my father right after my 21st birthday. And I realized if I didn't get out and work and understand what I was, where I was going and how I was going to get there, um, car life, sleeping in the cars, right where I'm going to go. So, uh, you know, I don't mind telling you there's been a wide variety of jobs. I started off in nuclear engineering, um, left nuclear engineering for mechanical engineering, um, and was really a part of the uh, Florida hospital um, uh, re- 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 uh, re- reconstruction, if you will, and it was a really huge project. I was moved over to uh, Ross Laboratories, um, where I became the capital uh, mechanical engineer for all capital projects. And then I went on to do the uh, Saudi Arabia airport, I went on to bridge development, went on to do piping uh, for the nuclear power plant from the water waste treatment plant. Um, Just really had a ball trying to get involved with everything I could to stay alive, make a few extra dollars. Um, And I don't mind telling you some of those jobs I didn't know a whole lot about. So I'd go to, uh, I worked at a company in, in Farmer's Branch. I'd go to the library and actually study after work and prepare myself for the very next day. So, uh, 
it was it was pretty much the way I felt in the direction that I was going is I was always in business, always having to learn my competitors, always having to learn. And those competitors are employees, by the way, and understand my job, understand my market. So there's a lot of similarities, if you will. Um, and then I went on to work for uh, Maricopa County, where my biggest fame, claim to fame, was, well, people may not think so, but I redid the red light uh, system, camera system. I got a nice grant from MIT, and they joined partners with me. And uh, uh, once I got a ticket, uh, I realized maybe I needed to get out of there <laughs> uh, because I realized other people finding out that I was a part of that, um, they may not be too happy with me. <laughs> So uh, I then created a construction company. Uh, afterwards, I also created a uh, restaurant and uh, redid the restaurant and then uh, wind off, wind up taking off with a manufacturing company uh, where customers included Intel, Motorola, Honeywell, Lockheed Martin. Uh, the biggest thing about it is we had 272 employees. We rounded out. Um, and believe it or not, each and every one of them became family. Um, when I retired, uh, the people who bought the company, uh, there was a thing in the clause that said you had to keep them for 12 months. So that gave them time to look around and find out what they wanted to do after I left. Um, and then next thing you know, um, we moved to Midland out of Phoenix. And I'm going, what the heck did I just do? Um, I fly in at night. I hear a lot of people fly in at night. Um, I get out of the plane. I realize there's only four uh, gates. I get down this escalator and meet my wife. I said, what the heck is going on here? I mean, what? I was really confused coming from a big town. But, you know, one thing I did is I fell in love with the people uh, that really wanted uh, where I really wanted to stay here and do more. Uh, I volunteered, in fact, at the university for four years before David Watts, Dr. Watts, talked me into taking over the Roden Center, uh, which I was doing at the same at the time anyway. Um, and then later on, uh, after 10 years, uh, during that 10 years, I was promoted to the executive director of economic and professional development. So uh, we left that and look where we are today. Bam. Bam. We are now helping other companies, uh, individuals, um, trying to find that success that we have found, uh, and, and at least understanding where, where our failures or shortfalls were uh, to make sure that they understand that those things still exist if you're not careful. Absolutely, because, I mean, our purpose is lower the failure rate. You know, and that's exactly what we got into this for is... Uh, we, we were tired of seeing so many people go to the SBA, get a loan, only to find out that two years later, if they were lucky to last that long, um, they just committed all their own assets to that loan, and then they lose out. Um, I never wanted to see that, and that's probably one of the reasons why you and I both said, okay, enough is enough. We got to give them more. And uh, the only way that we felt that we could do that is to start, bam. And bam, here we are, right? So it, it's it's been a, it's been a good ride so far. I've had fun. Uh, I've never worked so hard yet have so much fun. Like at the same time, it's really amazing. And it's true what they say. You know, if you find what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. You know, and we put in we put in long hours. We put oh in my hard god, work. we do. And I I got to be tell you, I'm too old for this <laughs> shit. But uh, as you just mentioned, hey. Uh, 
And the motivation comes from the people who we help. Um, and the award for us is really to see the success. Uh, and that's really what we pursue. And that's really what motivates us every day that we come into this office. I agree 100%. It's easy to get up in the mornings now. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> no, but that's, that's great. I mean, uh, what, else do, what else does BAM have going on? Do we have anything else? Uh? You know, we do. We have a roundtable, and we've been doing roundtables now um, for the last couple months. We got another roundtable coming up uh, September 24th. Uh, we do these on Saturdays. It's from 10 to noon. We try to feed you some good stuff that I know I'm not allowed to have, but I blame it on everybody that comes. That's why I had to eat it. <clears throat> so we have that available. Uh, coffee, juice, danishes, and uh, fruit, I think, is typically what's on the platter. Uh, on the other side of that, though, the topic uh, of this upcoming roundtable will will be how to build a strategic business model. Um, and I got to tell you, if you're not building a, a business model, you have no business, no business whatsoever in developing a business plan. Because if you can't work out all the the uh, shortfalls and, and you can't make bucket-to-bucket -bucket interactions between everything that happens on a business model, and by the way, Businesses in, in today, um, because of what's going on in our own economy, should really be filling out this business model every year, especially if they're looking to penetrate new markets, bring new product to, to, to market. Um, if you're not figuring out what your value proposition is, uh, where your revenue streams are coming from, and what your total cost is to operate, um, I really don't understand why you'd even want to fill out a business plan. Um, to me, the business plan is the most important part. It, to me, it's the heartbeat of the business. Um, I want to know who those key partners are. I want to know how those key partners contribute to the revenue streams. I want to know how key partners can help me touch my customers, find the right segments to advertise to, uh, and be able to say, here's the value pre proposition, here's the problem I'm solving, and here's the market who wants it. Um, why would I do a business plan before that? Yeah, because there's, there's, when you're doing that, you're basically filling out a template and you're, ask, you're answering questions that you don't have an in-depth insight to yet. Because going through that business model is going to give you the insight you know, into creating uh, that strategy. So the most important part of putting together the business model is to put it into a business plan. But it's just not about having an end document that you have in your hand that you can say, here... Because it's, it's about the process. It's about the journey. You going through the process of putting together your business model uh, teaches you a deeper insight about your own business that, that you haven't thought of before. And that's something that we hear quite often is like, wow, I had, I had no idea that I was leaving all this money on the table. And that comes from companies that have been in business for eight years. I know one of them. And I know another company that's been in business for 12 years mm -hmm. who are looking to expand that came to us and didn't have no idea about really what value or added value that they're giving to their market. Right. Right. And that's a great point because there are these companies that are already established. You would consider them successful businesses. You know, but when they go through our program, they, they understand, ah, I was missing this component this entire time. So how do I add this 
to what I offer. Well, going through that business model makes that clear because you're, you're starting to connect the dots between all the moving parts of your business. It's like each component is a gear. And if that one gear doesn't click off another gear that clicks off another one, then your, your engine isn't running at optimal you know, uh, speeds right, where it needs to be. Uh, so you can always optimize. It's about continuous improvement. And that's why you were saying earlier, every business should visit this at least once a year, if not on a continual basis to know where your key partners are, where are your resources, you know, and how much is all that costing you? Can you save money and still keep your quality? Cause it's about, it's about your, your value, your quality and your value, where you are positioned in the market and, Keep in mind, this is all from your customer's perspective. You know, that's a good point. Uh, one of the things I've noticed, too, that a lot of companies don't realize is that key partners actually generate more revenue stream. To give you an example of that, I've got a, I remember an old guy that actually wanted to start a, a dog walking business and uh you know sure we helped him out but the one thing i was really concerned with is that i asked him how do you grow i mean you just keep walking more dogs and you know he had no answer for that and i told him i said well look at your key partners and if you don't have key partners that can maybe add to the idea that you can maybe uh sell collars or sell uh sell anything you can imagine for pets rather it be a dog bed or food. I said, some of those should be your key partners because they add to the added value that you are presenting for a value proposition. Uh, more importantly, it adds more revenue stream to you, to the same target customer that you're working with. Uh, and a lot of times that's missed. So, uh, you know, some folks, they say, well, if you could rub two nickels together and get a quarter, uh, I'd be richer today than I was yesterday. Well, the truth of the matter is, if you know who you, those key partners are that can generate more revenue, um, then that's what you need to do. Absolutely, because it's all about <clears throat> thinking outside the box and creating more revenue streams. Revenue streams that are offering a, to solve a problem for your customer segment. You know, so if, if it takes key partners, it takes adding on key partners, it takes changing your key partners. All of those uh, options are, are viable and on the table. Uh, you just have to know what it is that you need. Absolutely. You know, Angel, I'm really looking forward to being able to present this. Uh, it's a two-hour roundtable. Uh, I think the people who come to this, whether you're a business owner or a startup, um, you really should visit this if you have any plans of, one, doing a business uh, plan, or two, if you're an existing company looking to maybe uh, penetrate a new market with new product. Remember, anytime that you do that, well, it's going to take new uh, resources, key partners. Um, so you got to think, you know, when you're going through something, what stays the same and what changes? Uh, if you're going to be stale, then don't worry about a business model. Leave it alone. And you just you just strive with whatever comes in and you're happy-go-lucky. That's great for you. Uh, but if you're wanting to grow your business, uh, add value to it, then you really need to be looking into a business model anytime that you do a business plan. Um, Definitely a good point. And if you want to register uh, for that roundtable discussion, you can go to our website. Uh, it's www.bambizhub.com. You would go to our e events tab, and then there is roundtable. 
under that tab. You go to there, you just register. It's for free. Uh, now, keep in mind, there are only eight seats that we have in our conference room. So you want to save that as quick as you can because it does fill up. We have been filled up every time. Um, so first come. First, first serve, serve. absolutely. Um, and the reason why, if you're asking, um, if our audience is asking why we keep it to eight seats, it's really to, to enable the the interactive uh, discussion um, that allows you to ask questions, uh, maybe expand, maybe a little bit of information that's provided to you. Uh, if it was uh, bigger than eight people, honestly, I think we lose what we're really trying to provide as far as critical information to help you uh, develop that business model. Um, so anyway, we really kind of get down to the brass tacks, uh, interact, uh, and share share ideas. My God, that's what we're all about, sharing the ideas. Um, so anyway, it's uh, small. Uh, I like to think that it's uh, very controllable as far as conversations go. You meet a few people that are like-minded um, and maybe turn them into some sort of resource for yourself. Networking is always powerful. <clears throat> if you can come and network, uh, meet people that are in the same uh, mind frame as you or in the same industry or you know, can, are maybe offset industries, but you can off, you know, you can share resources and partnerships and you provide a synergy there. I mean, why not? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, and one thing I have found out in a lot of this that we do in Bamberger Friday, the round tables is people wind up finding the missing puzzle piece um, that can help them maybe go in a direction that they need to go into uh, because you've, you're talking to people that may have already walked your walk, uh, plowed your path. Uh, and that's really uh, valuable information because they've already been where you were wanting to go. Absolutely. And you just brought up another something that we offer and it's, it's centered on networking is the Bamberger Fridays. You know, uh, we, we have a we have an event. It's uh, once a month and um, it's it's bringing people together. It's bringing entrepreneurs together. It's bringing our partners together, uh, our board members, our community, the community. Exactly. Bringing them together in one location. Uh, to share ideas, to get to know each other. Uh, we have live music. Uh, and that was really good. It, it was good. Shout out to Midnight Rage. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also had a comedian. She was fantastic, Adrian Green. What's you know, her, what's her, uh, the, her stage name? She's the Green Bean Comic. And she was on tour um, at the time, and she stopped in and actually put us on her tour. Um, that was uh, exciting. I, was, I laughed my butt off. I had tears coming out of my eyes. Uh, she was just really I, fruitful to watch. Um, anyway, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have her back anytime she wants to come back. I, she, she was just fabulous. For sure. And she continued that tour here because uh, she went with, you know, good friends and clients of ours, Eccentric Brewing Company. She performed at, at their place last Saturday. I didn't get to make it, but I, I heard she killed it. You know, and the other thing that, too, since we're on the subject of this, who are some of our uh, sponsors and what did they sponsor? Absolutely. So Dillard's of Midland uh, sponsored the hamburgers from Tall City Meat Market. Uh, the entertainment, the the live band and the comedian were sponsored uh, by uh, Bill Lanier, Keller Williams' team. Uh, thank you. And uh, the the eccentric brewery uh, keg and, and waters and ice and 
every the all the drinks were uh, sponsored by Pristine Organic Cleaners. Shout out to Dan Corrales there. Thank you uh, each to our sponsors, and we are always looking for sponsors for Bamberger Friday and this podcast. Bam Biz Talk sponsorships are available. Uh, contact us. Shoot us on social media. Give us a call. Um, I guess I should tell you our phone number if you're going to call us. Yeah, you know? I'd rather you use yours instead of mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's fair. <laughs> so, of course, 432-247-8841. Uh, you can call or text. Uh, we do get text on it. Um, if you want to email info at bamconsulting.com, uh, visit our website at bambizhub.com. Um, social media is BAM Consulting on Facebook, BAM Consulting on Instagram, and LinkedIn is also BAM Consulting. So we're out there. Find us. More importantly, if you're, if somebody's got an idea, let us help you uh, massage that and, and get you prepared to go into the market. Um, I would say a lot more successful uh, had you not come to us. So uh, we're always here to provide whatever you need and get you the, the help that you need as well as resources, and that's local. Um, so if you don't start it today, don't pass it by. Um, Get involved and uh, be who you want to be in developing that business. There you go. Well said. Well, thank you all for tuning in uh, to the first episode of BAM Biz Talk, and we will be back soon. Thank you. Thank you.